0: Welcome to Montrose Fresh from the Montrose Daily Press. We're here to bring you a closer look at our top stories, events, and more that matter to us here in Western Colorado. Today, we dive into the evolving landscape of Montrose's dining scene, spotlighting a significant moment that encapsulates both the potential for growth and the ongoing debates surrounding municipal investments in local businesses. Before we jump in, a quick message. Today's episode is brought to you by Elevate Internet. Whether it's for your home or your business, they offer the best speeds at the best price. Right now, if you refer a friend, you can get $25 off. Give them a call for more information at 844-386-8744 or visit them at elevateinternet.com to learn more. Now, our feature story. Today, we dive into the evolving landscape of Montrose's dining scene, spotlighting a significant moment that encapsulates both the potential for growth and the ongoing debate surrounding municipal investments in local businesses. At the heart of this narrative is a property on East Main Street, a site once home to the Daily Bread, now the focal point of a proposed venture poised to rejuvenate Montrose's culinary offerings. The proposal comes from Terry Alexander and Craig Hasto, figures already known in the local food scene, aiming to introduce a dual-concept business model. This venture includes the revival of Stockman's, a nod to local heritage through a Western steakhouse and the introduction of Ruby June Restaurants, a collective promising a diverse culinary experience. The anticipated outcome is not just a business success, but a cultural synthesis, catering to both long-standing residents and newcomers, thereby revitalizing Main Street as a communal hub. The financial backbone of this ambitious project involves a municipal commercial kitchen grant, a move that has sparked a broader conversation within the Montrose City Council. On one side, figures like Mayor Barbara Bynum champion the grant as a crucial tool for spurring local economic development and enhancing the city's dining landscape. On the other, concerns arise from council members, like Ed Ulabari, who question the sustainability of such investments and the potential for market saturation. At the core of the council's deliberation is a strategic vision that extends beyond immediate outcomes. Investments in infrastructure, such as kitchen upgrades and the installation of a grease trap are seen as enhancements that will benefit the city regardless of the individual success of the business. This perspective aligns with a long-term view of fostering a vibrant community space. As the City Council prepares to make a decision on the grant request, the discussion encapsulates broader themes of community development, the role of public funds and private ventures, and the balancing act between preserving local heritage and embracing new opportunities. To find out more about this story, visit us at MontrosePress.com. You can also stay up to date on stories just like this by joining Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Next, despite a tough week with two losses, the Red Hawks remain poised for postseason success. The Red Hawks faced Grand Junction in a nail-biting home league game that extended to three overtimes, ending in a 40-38 loss on February 2nd. This game highlighted the team's depth as players like Jackson Killen stepped up in response to Grand Junction's defense against star player Caleb Ferguson. Following this, Montrose was defeated by the undefeated Fruta Monument, 53-33, in a game that, despite the loss, does not harm their playoff standing. Looking ahead, the Red Hawks have a series of winnable games that could improve their playoff seating. They face Delta and Alamosa in non-league action, followed by crucial matches against Grand Junction on February 13th and Durango on February 16th. Additionally, a postponed game against Battle Mountain is now set for February 17th. These upcoming games are critical for the Red Hawks as they aim to secure a favorable position in the Class 5A state tournament. That's all for today. Thank you for listening.